Hey guys, it's the Fireside. Welcome once again to the Bonestone Podcast. Stone Boners, Bone Stoners. This is a Hearthstone Podcast. I almost never say that. Uh, hosted by three guys who are okay at Hearthstone and one guy who's really very good at it. My name is Andy Bolduck, sitting right next to me. He's my co-host. Bill Stern, and next to me is... Case Blackwell. Lillian Grango of the Vale. <laughs> and coming to us uh, over the internet. Tim Lamphere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Granger's more of like a Star Wars name. There's probably a Star Wars character named Granger. Um, let's just all let's just do a quick check in on how everybody's doing. Okay. This week, um, I'm feeling uh, you know, I know that they do this on the podcast. That's what I'm saying. People will go like, they'll really quickly just ask like, "How are you? Mm-hmm. And how are you? And how are you?" Um, and uh, they constantly do this on WTF. They're like. What was your heart week in Hearthstone like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was your week? Oh, I mean like emotionally too. And if the Hearthstone ever sort of like, you know, came, you know, sort of intersected with that in any way. Um, yeah. Well, so I, I uh, have been uh, feeling pretty good except for the uh, times when I've just played Hearthstone for three hours. Yeah, that usually <laughs> makes you feel bad. <laughs> uh, no, I mean... Uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy, but then I spend a lot of time playing Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> so your week has generally been guilt about playing Hearthstone. Yeah, you should be sitting on Because you've hoisted this addiction back on your back, back, back in your backpack. I know, it's really hard. Uh, but still kind of uh, exciting. I don't know. I, this has been fun to play this game again and like to watch uh, people play it again. Uh... Case, I've been watching Case play Dragon <laughs> Mage uh, pretty successfully. But also I watched... Um, oh, so that was the thing. Uh, I wanted to try and ladder a little bit. Uh, so I looked at my cards. I've got almost nothing. But I could cheaply make a Kalento's Mill, road? mill uh, Weapon Rogue. Rogue. The only thing is I don't have the Rogue Legendary. You don't have the Kingsman? That's the whole deck. No, 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 not the Kingsman. The, 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 the one, one from the, uh, the, that makes your hero a different hero. Oh, you don't need that. Oh, you do need that shit in that deck. He needs it to, like, mill, which I didn't realize. But it's still okay at doing the weapon stuff, and it's okay at milling. I just can't You can't go infinite. Right, I can't go infinite. But it's still fun. It was fun to play, and it was fun to, like, go online, watch the pro play it, mm-hmm. then like be like, oh, that's why I'm failing so much. Then sort of adjust, then get a little bit better. And I don't know, it's been fun. It's fun. Um, and how did that make you feel? <laughs> so bad. Oh, okay. I, I have almost done no actual work that I need to do, and I'm going to have to do it as soon as we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned my whole apartment pretty thoroughly, and that made my whole life a lot better. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but in, in between that, I did play a bit of Hearthstone, as Bill was probably watching me. And I mostly played. Well, no, I, I got Golden Rogue. Yay! Thing Congratulations. Only two, two left. Hunter and Mage, and then I can quit this game forever. 
because I've beaten it, right? There's, there's no hills left to climb. Now I have to become ACT, uh, or no, Tour World Champion. Yeah, change your name to Case, uh, 24, 24 43, 3, 64. I was trying to clean this week, too. And while playing Hearthstone. <laughs> um, the trick is you can't do it while you play Hearthstone. Well, I, I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll do a little cleaning and I'll play Hearthstone at the same time. This shouldn't be a problem. And uh, what you sort of do is sort of pace around your mess while staring at him like, no way, no way he's going to board clear now. No way. Yeah, I hope that you can't really multitask while playing Hearthstone, unless it's like the most rudimentary thing, like, oh, I have to run and grab food. I can, like, make coffee. I like to post up. I can do all the kitchen things, because I can leave the, the phone uh, in, like, the central place, like, maybe um, hovering precariously over the sink, and then I'll be able to, like, reach the coffee here, and the bread here, and, like, and plates here, and then, like, quickly enough get back and go, you know, make my moves. I mean, I get masturbate while I play her, so that's just because the cards are so hot. Oh, nice. And we will get back, back to last that, week. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's going to be a recurring segment. Is what is the sexiest card? <laughs> I was gonna say um, I used to uh, I used to play. I would do. I would start my laundry like one cycle of laundry, and then play a game of Dota, and that would be an hour, and then go move the laundry into the next machine, and move the next one into the laundry machine, and then play another hour of Dota. And pretty soon, before you know it, I played six hours of Dota, and the laundry was done. <laughs> Dota might be the only game that was more destructive to my life than Hearthstone when I was playing it really hard because you can't just like get it in for 10 minutes you have to play it for yeah. a straight hour a straight hour of insane concentration yeah there was a wait lot. every Dota game is an hour? well sometimes they're 20 minutes At the, that's the shortest possible game is like 20 minutes probably that would be yeah. 20 minutes would be an extremely rare game yeah, you like, just fucking stomp or you stop someone. Yeah, 30, 30 minutes is a really short game. It's usually 30 minutes to an hour, with the average game length, I would say, being about 45 minutes. And then there's some games that are, like, three hours. Yeah, it's seemingly... <laughs> you're like, god damn it, we've been killing them, or they've been killing us so much, but somehow we're kind of winning, and like, I'm, I've sort of given up, but then I keep like coming back and trying so hard, and... And the further you get in time-wise, the more committed you are because you're like, I can't have wasted this much time just to quit. One time Tim and I were playing Dota and uh, his girlfriend, whose name I won't mention, uh, got, like, couldn't get in touch with him and had been sending him texts, I guess, for, like, hours while we've been playing. I was really mad at him. So she showed up at my place just guessing he was there because she was, like, so pissed she was just going to find him, I think. But then when she got up, like, she buzzed up, I let her up, and I could tell she was really mad, but she couldn't be mad in front of me, because she's just too nice. Yeah. So she just kind of, like, angrily watched us finish this game of Dota, <laughs> him, like, knew he was in trouble, but oh, really God. had to finish. Which, wait a second, was this, is this present day Tim girlfriend? Yes. Oh, so. yeah. Wow, okay, that's even And then, I, they, then they left, and I was like, wait, because we're going to go to <laughs> Yeah, but also, remember, I was like, just black hole these two guys, and I'll be uh, Ursa, and I'll just fury swipe them both to death. And then you and that Remember that case? That was, your that was one of the greatest moments of my life. I still think about it. It was in top lane. I said, black hole these two dudes, case. And you were like, I don't know if I can. And I said, you just blink and then black hole. And then you're like, ah, here I go. And then you did. <laughs> and then I ran in and killed them both. 
<laughs> Can't believe you remember that. That game requires <laughs> minor actual like fast switch reflex skills though, so I was not very good. <laughs> what if Hearthstone threw in some like quick time moments, like you had to like press O now, or like your character dies, like oh, yeah. kind of shit from Resident Evil, and it was just would make like the people who were like kind of like slovenly and slow like would get weeded out. Like no, well the thing is people would fucking hate it, but they'd still just play. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's anything, uh, any sort of changes uh, Blizzard could make to the game that would uh, cause everyone to delete the, the game from their accounts now? I mean, people have so much money invested in this game at this point. I was a little close to quitting, um, I think, for while I was on the ship. It was when the uh, Druid was really overpowered. I was like, I feel like they just don't get their own game. Like, they just keep making these decks that are miserable to play against, that are way too strong, and it's just going to be this way forever. And I was right, but I'm still playing, so... <laughs> and, by, like, do you think, you know, that, that was the Jade Druid yeah. case, right? Do you think that they really make those decks with a whole lot of forethought, or are these actually just the emergent things that come from them planning two expansions ahead, and then they're like, kind of like, fuck, okay, well now there's this insane Jade Druid uh, thing. Or do you think they were actually like, do they have, do you think anything that they picture back two expansions ago, it really looks a lot like what's, you know, at the top of the meta now? I think it, it, okay, so if you are like playing the expansion you're about to release before it's released, you would have to, because when I like, if I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this deck, this deck, and this deck, I might not have it optimized, but I see like what the general archetypes are. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Jade Druid's definitely going to be playable with this card, this card, and this card. I'll try it out. And then if it's bad, I'm like, oh, it's bad, and I move on. But like, there's not like, like if someone's like, oh, is Big Mage good? It, it, there's like different ways to build Big Mage, but it's still Big Mage. You say yeah, Baby like, Mage. If, if yeah, when they release Baby Mage, there will only be so many ways to build Baby Mage. Like the, sh the the shells they're making, they have to understand like which ones are the super strong ones. Like they must have known Highlander Priest was way over tuned and just been like, it's fine. They must have known like you you are saying they like saw like nobody missed the fact that there was a potential with this huge combo with Raza and then the Anduin. They card. couldn't have, or like they couldn't have like made a card like Ultimate Infestation and been like, well, maybe it'll be good. Mm -hmm. Like. Especially when they also made spreading play. They must have been like, oh, let's make Druid really strong as expansion. Over text uh, earlier this week, I was telling you guys, I, w I showed you guys like a picture of me just wrecking somebody with Feral Gibberer. <laughs> and my text was Feral Gibberer okay, OP. Gibberer or Gibberer? Gibberer. Oh, Gibberer. It should oh, be Gibberer. And for, and for the bills out there, it's a 1 mana 1 1 that when it attacks face, puts another one of its, a copy of itself in your hand. Right, right. And. Uh, I I had like uh, a, several arena decks this week where I got the opportunity to draft Gibber and I did. I think it's pretty good in arena. Oh, it's sick in arena. <laughs> uh, it's also I have a bias towards it because it's so much more satisfying than a lot of cards <laughs> because it starts early, it snowballs, and it feels so good to wreck them with a one one. That is dumb. It looks fucking dumb. It looks fucking dumb, but it's honestly so good, uh, particularly <laughs> in because just having a one one ping in arena is so huge for any class other than mage yeah. to to have that option sort of constantly on the board that you can either like you'll get another one or okay, I need that one damage right here. Uh, it, it just lets you be so flexible. And then it spirals out of control if they can't 
uh, get rid of it. And it's also sort of a Star Trek reference. Yeah. Oh, is it really? The trouble with Trillobites or whatever? Tribbles. Tribbles. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. They keep, like, Any- infesting the ship. And they're open- opening compartments and a bunch of those little fuzzy things are falling out of them. <laughs> Some poor asshole had to get a thousand fuzzy ball props. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the way this connects to Ultimate Infestation is just that... Uh, I was playing this, I sent you guys a screenshot of like just all feral gibbers on my side of the board against this priest. And Tim's response was, uh, psychic screen It was is... turn seven and they were pulling out a card. That was the screenshot you showed. It was turn seven and they're <laughs> pulling out a card. <laughs> right. And you're like, look and at Tim, the wrecking game. I'm like, that's psychic scream right Psychic scream. You're about to get, right you're about to get <laughs> and ten I... feral gibberers in your deck. <laughs> I did get Psychic Scream. Not on that turn, though. Not no, on that turn, though. But, but I did get Psychic Scream pretty quickly after that. But that ended up being awesome because I was I had like five or seven cards left in my deck, and two of them were Ultimate Infestation. So I double Ultimate Infestation this guy, and I would have, you know, like uh, crazy uh, fatigued myself. Uh, with those, you know, ultimate infestations, which I I have ultimate infestation killed myself and yes. more than one. Yeah, really in the game. Yes. Oh yeah, I, I, I just yeah. don't do the math. I'm just like this has to be the right choice. Yes, exactly. And then, wham! Yes. And I'm just like, dish, 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 dish. oh, because you're doing really laundry wasn't. and cooking some bacon at the same time. <laughs> Tim, how you doing? Uh, doing fantastic. I had um, uh, I've been watching a lot of. Um, Legend, I mean, of um, Wild Hearthstone. Oh, to Ooh. get ready? Oh, shit, and we're going to be talking about that. That's the what whole I like Wild Fest, everything. Is that, but you also wanted my emotional health? <laughs> and that, you know. Not feeling just great. Just like the other podcast. Just, uh, yeah, not feeling su- super great. You know, a couple <laughs> of interviews and auditions and things like that that have just not gone well. And really, the only person whose fault it is that it is my fault. And um, I'm just trying to him. rebuild my life and make things right. Meanwhile, everyone around me is flourishing, and I'm, I'm good. You know what? Hey, I, can, me too. I can yeah, be me the either. compost that grows the flowers. That's fine. I'll, my I'll, life is like a stagnant pool, but I just feel very... Like fine with it now for some reason. Yeah, that's because you're going to the gym. Oh, you're right. Because I'm in great shape. I yeah, need to go to the gym. That's yeah. I need to go to the gym for sure. I played soccer the other day in the rain with a bunch of kids from the neighborhood, and they were so impressed with how well, I, how good I was at soccer. See? And they asked me, "What team do I play for?" And I said, "Motherfucker, I'm 30. I ain't playing <laughs> for no teams. <laughs> but I can score on your little ass, you five-year-old." <laughs> Holy shit. This is like the start of like the big green, but the conceit of this one, of this movie, is that uh, a 30-year-old man joins a 10-year-old soccer league. <laughs> Dude, that for sure would have been a Will Ferrell movie yes. in like the mid-2000s. Yeah, well, it's sure. going to be a Tim Lampier picture. <laughs> and, and just wrecks these kids. And for some reason, nobody catches right. on to the it's fact so that It's so clear 30. that he's an old, like, a 30-year-old man, and he just says that he's not. Mm. But then the evil team, like, actually gets Ronaldo to like play for them but he's kind of old now so. how about a movie with like the tone of the big green but it's a guy recruiting kids to ISIS <laughs> uh, yes I will fund it um, and as for me my emotional health is uh, as it ever is uh, precarious 
um, and uh, unknowable even to myself. Don't look too believe. far into your own psyche, dude. It'll, it'll probably not turn out well. <laughs> I, think, I think basically the Psychic opposite screen. of going to a mountain and figuring yourself out is playing Hearthstone. Yeah. That is for sure the opposite of like self-examination. Uh, and uh, that's why I play it, dude, because then I don't have to like fucking stare into my empty core. That's right. <laughs> but basically, Hearthstone-wise, I've just been playing a lot of Arena this week, and, and to, to some success. I got a, I got a 12, uh, 12 this past week. Run for Andy. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, but um, it happened to coincide exactly when Dr. Disrespect started uh, streaming again on Twitch, so we didn't really celebrate Andy's yeah. 12 wins. I know. I always send a screenshot of my 12 win, uh, you know, arena uh, 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 screen to everybody, and uh, but then people were just like, no, Dr. Disrespect is like, he's back on, dude. Like, you gotta log in and see this. I feel like he did his whole life arc in reverse. Like, I feel like he would cheat on your wife and then start screaming. Yeah. Instead of cheating on his wife and stop. Yeah. Well, he was like, streaming made him a, a rock star. Well, I, he just decided he was, and then that somehow made him a rock star streamer. <laughs> yeah. And this is even an area where wasn't there? A, Bill was positing a, a, an actual conspiracy theory here, like a real, like what people mean when they say a conspiracy theory, which is that essentially the standard version of events is a lie. Um, that that Doctor Disrespect may never actually have broken up with. May never have had a problem with his wife, and who knows if he even cheated. Bill's thinking it was all like a ploy. Yeah, but I backed down from that uh, <laughs> idea because we talked about it for ten seconds, and I realized how stupid. It was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it's not even stupid in that it's impossible. It's just pointless to think about. It. But I'll, <laughs> that's true too. But just like thinking, well, like the, that's the, the whole point the of the insane. Theory. Yeah, that's true. But the insane gamble of being like. <laughs> Hey, if I say I cheated on my <laughs> wife and then come back, it'll be huge. It would just not be worth it. That and is a weird choice. Yeah, it would be such a weird... Because he built so many more sympathy points if you're like, I broke my back, guys. Right, I exactly. two months off and Exactly. It. Why would you make it something bad? You should just make it something... If, if you're already beloved, why wouldn't you make he it? Is, he's got to be making so much money, though. He's got, like, double the views of, like, any other streamer. It's crazy. Really, yeah. If you just watch his stream, the, like, subscriptions, if you count them, you can count the money. It's just... Crazy. Um, okay, sweet. So the news. First item. Guys, did you hear? No Hearthstone on the Nintendo Switch. Tragic. It was announced this week. Hearthstone will not be available on the Nintendo Switch console. Nintendo Switch doesn't have a touchscreen. No, it doesn't, because I own one, so I should know that. It doesn't. It doesn't have a So it actually, like, because playing with a controller would be semi-annoying. Yeah. Fully annoying, I think. So you're just like, good, good call, good call Blizzard? Well, not good call Blizzard, because why not if they could make money? Well, how, and I do wonder this, how would they, what would that interface look like, where you could like make the choices where you need to like, you need to decide where seven minions are going this turn, you need to decide where three spells are going, like how do you do that? Actually, really left to the right, right? You would just pick a card, hit A, you'd be like, play card, hit A, and then place the card. Place the card. Aim the card, place the card. You can just do it with left and right. There's really nothing going on except cards that it interact. It would still be so annoying. But, like, deciding where each, like, I want this minion to attack that minion. Like, seven, like, so imagine a 7v7 seven seven scenario. Up and down or left and right, right? 
I think it's actually pretty doable. Like, would you be moving like a little targeting reticule across the screen? I think to... it'd be better if it was just like there's buttons that move you between the board and your cards, and then just left and right. So God, so so in order to go from the second card in your hand to the third minion on the board, you'd have to hit up, over, over, select it, then hit up, select one of their minions to attack, then yes. press. Hey. Oh. And I just threw a nose, nose dome. Yeah, that's five <laughs> tiny twitches of your thumb. I don't really feel like that'd be that bad. Well, oh. for an insane South Korean gamer like you, Kate. Actually, this is... <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> that would be the thing that would make the game... Like like you were talking about, Andy, like to, to actually add fast twitch, like <laughs> an yeah. el element of... You know, difficulty with your hand-eye coordination into the game. This would be that thing. No, you know what they need to do is they need to make Hearthstone a rhythm game where you can only play cards. <laughs> only play cards on the beat. And the It's Donkey. It's Donkey Konga, but your opponent is like spamming spectacular, spectacular, spectacular. The next piece was: Did you guys see there was an interview with Tom? Six zero two two nine, the guy who won the Hearthstone World Championships. Ooh. They had an interview with him uh, post win. Did he say that he's glad he won? Um, I don't think he ever specifically <laughs> said that. Uh, I'm glad I won. Feel glad. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. For, I mean, like, it reminded me of like how um, Olympic athlete interviews always come off to me, which is so boring and so dry that it makes you, like, when you're watching these, right, when you're watching someone, like, win gold in a particular sport, you think, I imagine, God, like, some part of you wants to be them mm -hmm. and, like, live their life. What glory I could win. How awesome would it be to be, like, that physically fit and sexy and, like, fucking awesome at something. Yeah. Well, but then whenever you learn, like, there's like, so what was your training regimen like? Which is what they ask him. What was your practice regimen like? And it sounds like, um, hell. sort of like a hell designed by yourself for <laughs> yourself. Where he, like, said, I practiced diligently. I did nothing but eat, sleep, and play Hearthstone. <laughs> and I played Hearthstone in, like, these particular scenarios to make myself better at the edge cases I'd be facing potentially in the Hearthstone World Championships. So he's not just, you know, on ladder, potentially playing interesting decks. What he is doing is training to face like what they anticipate him facing in the Hearthstone World Championships, him and his team, which is a much narrower set of decks. Oh, for sure. Sounds like it sounds miserable. That's the true, the actual game though, like the skill game of Hearthstone is that. It's like, what are the absolute strongest decks, play them a thousand times, try to turn that like 69.7% chance of winning into a 69.9% chance of winning because of the decision you made on turn 13 in your like big mage warlock match. It's insane. Ping pass. Wow. <laughs> yeah. no, which is my no, no. Uh, alternate podcast it's a solo Hearthstone podcast called Ping Pats <laughs> that is also a city in South Korea they're five minute episodes and... but that is the kind of thing if you watch like the Hearthstone World Championships the announcers will lose their mind over like oh my god he ping passed that was so smart that must have been a mistake <laughs> that's what I like no it wasn't it paid off I didn't even think of that line of play 
I'm Raven. I like to watch my wife get fucked. <laughs> I'm an actual British cuck. <laughs> so I was calling out Raven because fuck him, right? He's probably on another podcast. I'm sure that's a guy that we hate. No, a, you showed up on uh, Value Town. I got a question. Why do British people like video games so much? Do they? Do they like them more than we do? I don't know. It seems like for yeah, for certain online games, competitive games, a large percent of the like announcers and things are British for some reason. That might honestly be partially just like American bias in the sense that British people sound knowledgeable to us due to their accent. Oh, and so we're like, oh, good, this guy's telling me like it is in Dota. Yeah, or like we just appreciate the 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 tenor of that voice, so we want to hear it. You simply cannot have. Shadow fiend mid, but Toby Toby Wong, that's the biggest. Dota Toby answer, right? Wong, Toby Wong is he is he Australian or British? I can't even remember. He's British. Okay, because he's yeah, I mean he is really good at calling Dota. I can't imagine having to call a Dota game. That would be like a nightmare to me. Tim's good at Tim should Tim you should do that. You here, probably would know. You guys, here, this is the best Toby Wong quote, and it's gonna be kind of loud, so I'm gonna do it away from the monitor, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, whenever a team that seems to be losing all of a sudden kills all the people on the team that are winning, he goes, It's a disaster! <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Were you guys able to hear that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. No, we heard that one. That weird little voice crack. And then people type that into the chat. Oh, Andy, real quick on the Tom 60229 interview and the Olympics. Like, yeah. I used, when I used to watch the Olympics and I'd see someone like, you know, the speed skater get up to the line for their race to determine the gold medal, I'd be like, holy shit. This must just be so like life-defining and insane for them mm-hmm. that they're in this moment where they're going to get the most exposure ever, doing the thing that they've trained their entire life to do. But then I like more recently when I watched that stuff, I had the thought more like, yes, that is definitely going out of their head, but also, holy shit, how many times have they posted up at the line to do this exact same race? Right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like. Uh, there's that element of like, oh my god, this is the biggest deal ever, but there also must be that element of like, holy shit, I've done this a bazillion times. This feels super yeah. routine. Well, I don't know if you guys know, but I play tennis. <laughs> and a lot damn of time, you, Bill. You have that tennis podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. It's called Ping Pass. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I do need to talk to you about the name of your podcast, because mine is the exact same name. Um... It's, uh, oh, but when you get up there and you've served, you've served a thousand times, but at match point, when you got to serve and you know that you might just win, it's like harder. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and Hearthstone is, for me, not like that. Well, that was an interesting, <laughs> that was another really interesting piece of that Tom60229 uh, interview, uh, you know, in terms of. You know, most of it was sort of like a, a fucking desert of uh, anything interesting. But there was the part where he basically attributed his loss in 2014, apparently. Oh. I don't know how high he got, but he attributed his poor performance to, uh, his to stage fright. He basically oh, said it was stage fright. You think, like, what is going to be different about a Hearthstone game except that so many people are watching? And it does have a difference. He's like, I played differently. I, wow. I made a different choice. Wow, I wouldn't I have made. Um, Even when I, I played noticed, a few times on Twitch and there's people watching, I noticed sure. that I feel an extra sense of pressure. Same. Well, I felt differently knowing Bill uh, was uh, just watching one of my arena games. He just spectated an arena game of mine. And I was like, 
Fuck it, Bill. Just get out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing... Why are you spectating this one? It was winning the last game. It's because I'm so bad. I'm looking for any input about how to be better. Andy's been getting on his... came in and saw me fucking tank a good arena run, I think. He watched me, like, lose. Didn't you watch me lose, like, two games consecutively? Oh, yeah, you're at ten wins. Oh, we should do that on one of these podcasts. ten wins, right? Bill play an arena run. Yeah. And just, like, uh, also stream it on Twitch, but also do the podcast. Just so you, that everyone can hear me get frustrated. <laughs> but I don't know the arena. I used to know the arena meta itself pretty well, and I probably don't anymore because I mostly play constructed. Later. I just, I, 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 I mean, I know this is off topic, but I just drafted like this really good paladin deck, and it, I, I just smashed it into the ground, and not in a way that like grew. A beautiful tree. I just buried it, and it was dead. It was like yeah. it. It was. Um, there was one. I remember two specific misplays. One where I put a spike ridge steed on a minion that was too small. Where if I had put it on the bigger minion, I would have just won. Mm-hmm. And one where I did the opposite. I made a huge minion, and they blast crystal potioned it, which is four mana destroy any minion. And just and then I just lost. Yeah, you did explain what a blast crystal potion was, but you didn't explain. Spiker what a Spiker Steed was. is I the best on that bill. card ever. It's uh, a spell that costs what six? I think it costs seven mana, and the text is. Uh, I think it's place on a minion, and your girlfriend will uh, be happy with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we are actually, and this is something I wanted to announce. We are Blizzard's official Hearthstone podcast. Oh, um, that's good to know. Six that is big. Um, uh, because and and that is why we have to explain what all the cards are. Uh, right. We have to keep it accessible to non-hardcore gamers. Okay, that's um, right. Anyways, but is a six mana card. It, it busts your minion uh, plus two plus six, and then it gives them the death rattle when they die. You summon a stegonaut, which is a two six with taunt. That's right, and it gives them taunt when you buff them, and it's insane. And I, I feel bad for squandering it. I feel mm-hmm. like. I did the steed a misdeed. Bill, (laughs) that actually fits perfectly into a segment uh, I wanted to do later. Steed misdeed. (laughs) I said said real quick a thing on the podcast the last time, and it made me sad that I it was never quick. But I do want to say so. Like when I Tom six zero two two nine, the way he plays the game is he's actually playing the game to win or lose. Like he wants to give himself the highest chance of winning, the lowest chance of losing. Yeah. Whereas the way I play the game is pretty much a hundred percent. What's the dumbest deck I can play? While still having a positive win rate, because I own that's the whole reason I want to own all the cards, mm-hmm. is so that I can play like really stupid decks on ladder that people aren't expecting, mm-hmm. uh, and still hopefully win the majority of my games. So it is, but I do like if I were really playing the game, I think I would play it more like him. This is kind of an interesting uh, thought, maybe. Um, what you're describing is sort of the distinction between someone playing a game, you, and someone doing what is called high-level sport, mm-hmm. right? What Tom60229 is doing, which is something I've always thought about. Basically, any like high-level athlete, uh, or at least the ones that get interviewed about this shit, um, they, they've always described their interest in their sport in a way that seems so insane to me. Mm-hmm. I played sports, I played basketball, I played soccer. Um, 
and I liked playing them. Not you know like they'll play tennis. They'll I, play I, I, I play <laughs> tennis at a fairly high level. The way that these people play sports seems to me like it is like you're 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 you're. It's not a game to you. It's not about it's not about anything related to what the thing was created to do, which was to be like a way for people to interact with each other in a non-violent way, have some social interaction, have some fun, and get a little bit of exercise. That could be the only things I could see for these th for the purpose of these things. But these people are like, no, I want to mount a pile of a million corpses, <laughs> all of the men who ever questioned me, and I will be the greatest snowboarder. <laughs> and it's, you know, you've heard these sort of things about these athletes, like Sean White, Mm -hmm. People call him an asshole, apparently. Uh, if I'm spreading a lie, sorry, but that's what I've heard. Is Sean Sean White. White. He's got a Hearthstone podcast. Take him down. Yeah, fuck you, Sean White. <laughs> and Sean, we, again, the offer still stands. Come on the podcast and defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard this about him that people say he's not in with, like, you know, our vibe, which is like, chill. We're like snowboarders and we like to chill. Um, that is, Sean, that's got to be such bullshit once they're competing at an Olympic level. But that's the thing competing on an Olympic level. What the fuck is the point of taking a game, something designed for enjoyment, a reducing it to something game. for kids, for kids, uh, on this <laughs> podcast hosted by like fucking thirty-year-old men, um, whatever. But it's essentially no. How can I convert this into sort of like a, a form of personal torture that? <laughs> grinds me like a stone into something smooth and swift like an arrowhead that I can then shoot myself effectively into my opponent's chests. <laughs> if I have to change myself and become a monster, that's fucking fine. I'll do it. I just want to kill as many as I can. <laughs> you are playing it, Case, I think, in what most people would imagine is the correct way. You're like going like, well, I, you, you want to win, but you're like looking to have fun. This guy is like, look, if I have to, how many of my fingernails do I need to pull out <laughs> to make me the best Hearthstoner ever? That's right. <laughs> it is, the most satisfying thing that can happen in Hearthstone, though, is you play another Spike Historian in your mage deck on turn two, and the person emotes you a thousand times. Wow. Oops, or wow. And then you still beat them at the end of the game, and then right as they explode, you emote. Wow. Yeah. That exactly. is the beautiful game. The greatest <laughs> feeling possible. Oh, if someone's emoting you and then you fucking slam them. Oh, and then they get. Oh, why so quiet? Why so quiet now? You're you can emote so spam weird. them a little bit right back. Yeah. There should be the, the, the absence of an emote. The, mm. the finger to the mouth. Oh my uh, god, shh would be the most satisfying emote. Yeah. And you could only access it if the other person had emoted you. Yes. Ooh, they, wow. That needs to be in the game. Okay, Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. Blizzard, as your official, as your official podcast, um, we are uh, telling you to add this. Yeah. Guys, here's the last piece of news. Wild Fest is happening. Um, this is all about wild, uh, meaning all the cards that have ever been retired are available. They're doing a wild arena into wild tavern brawls. Um, and that seems kind of cool because I'm into arena and I loved the uh, dual class arena that they did back in October. Yeah, that was great. That was super fun. So I like weird arenas and I think, uh, you know, I love seeing the old cards. They should do a weird arena every month. I think they should. 
I love, I, it's just sort of interesting to see, even though, you know, Hearthstone is really not that old a game, it does feel like when you when you see like a bunch of mechs, it's like, this shit is from the ancient past. <laughs> you know, when you see those old cards of, uh, you know, Tritter. Tunnel Trog. <laughs> yes. Uh, so sorry, wait, what, is, what, what is Wildfest? Huh? What is Wildfest? So Wildfest is a Hearthstone event that that has uh, incorporates those two the, those two things. I think that's basically it. Yeah. It's Wild Arena and two Wild Tavern Brawls, um, February nineteenth through March eleventh, and that's pretty cool. Um, and I wonder if partially that's because Tim, you were talking about your interest in Wild going up. Um, there's going to be so many cards entering Wild. Like this is going to be when you know it hasn't happened yet and won't have happened for Wildfest. But this upcoming cycle is going to be the biggest cycle Hearthstone's ever seen, right? It's going to be... They've never done two expansions cycle out at the same time. They have. It's, oh, it's they the have? same size as last year's cycle. The biggest really? cycle ever will actually be next year's because it'll be the first time three full sets rotate out. This, is, this time it's two sets and an adventure rotating out. Um, it's 400 cards, as I understand. Actually, maybe it is, because maybe they did two adventures before. I'm actually not sure. I started playing Hearthstone about a year into its life, so mm -hmm. I actually I missed the, like, Goblins versus Gnomes exclusive meta. I started playing about two months before Whispers of the Old Gods, so it's possible this is still the biggest, but definitely for sure the biggest will be next year, because before this there were adventures, which were, like, 40 cards, and next mm. year it'll be three full expansions rotating in. And I'm wondering if that's kind of part of the reason why Wild is getting this focus now. It, it, I'll, I'll check on this if I'm right about well, this being only the biggest cycle. Well, Wild's only bigger and bigger the older the game gets. Right. Wild will be where most of the cards are. Mm -hmm. um, and this, I think, will probably be the first time there's, like, the cards that are exclusive to Wild are greater than the amount of cards that are exclusive to Standard. And how do you guys think, I mean, like, are you guys excited for Wildfest, and how do you think this is, like, uh, you know, I, I guess that'll sort of be getting us into our next section, which is, like, you know, the meta and how it's going to be changing. Um, are, first off, are you guys, Wildfest, any thoughts? Like, I I'm like, excited. I, oh, go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was just going to say, I like Wild because I just like the... There's a creativity beyond just playing the game, how you play the cards. The creativity can also come from the deck building. Mm. I like it because there's just that many more uh, elements or more factors. I mean, I don't know if the cards vary enough for it to be, like, truly super creative, but, um, you know, and whether it's just going to fall into, like, certain decks are just good and everyone only plays those. Um, but I like it when it's like there's just too many cards to really keep track of, so there's many yeah. viable decks, and oh man, that guy created something really creative that is working. Um, that I, I love that kind of stuff. So that's why I like Wild right now. I'm watching a lot of kind of interesting Wild decks on YouTube. I, I feel like, okay, this is just based on um, like how the name is Wild, but like that somehow you should, there should be a way to cheat. <laughs> it is a bit like cheating that when you own a bunch of cards the other person just doesn't Do you, are you guys excited or Tim are you excited for patches to enter wild yeah I guess it won't be it won't be old charge patches away. 
never <laughs> really cared so much about patches. I mean, I know everybody was like, oh, fucking patch is so broke. But I think right. it's kind of fun. I mean, you know. Patches and Corridor Creeper were probably my least favorite cards ever. Cor- yeah. But I because never really were- played against Corridor Creeper too much because I haven't really been playing that much but watching. But Corridor Creeper sounds just terrible. Well, they, it, well, I didn't hate them so much because they were powerful when you put them in a deck. It's because they were so powerful that for your deck to be competitive, you had to include them. Mm-hmm. So, like, a ton of archetypes where you don't really want to put those three cards in, you had to just to counterbalance against the other decks that had them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Patches isn't that good of a card in uh, Miracle Rogue. Like, it, it is because Patches is such a good card. But it's not good for that deck. It's just you have to include it because it's the only way to like survive the early game where patches is a card. Yeah. And same for quarter creeper. Like you put two quarter creepers in your miracle rogue deck because you just needed a way to hopefully maintain tempo long enough to do your thing at the end of the game. So like neutral cards being that strong is bad in the sense that like a huge swath of decks that wouldn't want to include those cards now do just because you have to hit a certain base level of power for a deck to even be playable. Um, but that's very separate from Wild Fest, sorry. No, that's cool. I mean, I don't have anything to say about Wild Fest, personally. I am Do super excited to try the Wild Brawl Museum, <laughs> which is a tavern brawl um, <laughs> where you... It's arena rules is the way that the play structure is structured, where... You get three losses, but you're trying to get 12 wins, uh, and there are rewards. Um, But you bring a constructed deck into play. So you construct a wild deck, and you use that deck. And I think they did something like that before, right? Yeah. Um, In in an arena fashion. And I always wanted to try it, but it was like $10 every time you entered. But they are... Or a thousand gold, mm-hmm. but this time around they're letting you do one of them for free. Yeah. Oh. So I'm excited to try and make and one. And Bill, deck. what's it called? It's called the Wild Brawlizium. That belongs I... in a Brawlizium. Nice. I actually super agree with Tim that like Wild is the more experimental and fun format potentially to play the game in. Uh, but I think it's specifically that way only right now. And, like, the older the game gets, the less it's actually going to be that way. Sure. Because I think, like, there's sort of, like, the power nine in Magic. Right. Like, these cards that are old and broken, and right. they've got to be in every deck. Right. Like, I think when Hearthstone is ten years old, we're probably going to have the same thing. Where it's, right. like, if certain cards don't get... But I mean, but Hearthstone has the option to nerf cards, so maybe it'll change everything. But if they don't, yeah. I think there'll be, like... Wow, uh, what's a busted ass card? This is a terrible example because it's not that strong anymore. But like, piloted shredder is a power nine card. Like that's right. in every deck because it's just that damn good. Probably not though because my cards aren't even outclassed because they keep power creeping cards. But also nerfs. I mean, like you said, nerfs help control it. And also maybe you know wild wasn't always a thing, or 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 was it? It wasn't, right? No, it wasn't until... Right. And so recently, it was so, so like, they could introduce an even wilder wild. You know what I mean? Like, a unlimited, like, magic has... Oh, yeah, they could have, like, legacy and modern. Sure. 
So where there's like certain cards restricted in one format that aren't restricted in right. the other. But, but I just mean like wild right now is there's not that many people playing it and there's not that much refinement. Like probably at the very top of the wild <laughs> ladder maybe there is, but from ranks twenty to legend there's not. That's so you really can cool. kind of play whatever you want, which is super fun. Even and around the top ranks of wild, they're, they're pretty. There's a lot of different decks even around the top ranks of wild because I've been watching YouTube videos of Control playing, and he's like always in the top like thirty wild. Uh, control ranks, control yeah, and he's always playing like just different random crazy decks, and he's always up against kind of different random crazy decks too. Yeah, that's super cool. That's like my favorite aspect of the game. <clears throat> um, and there's another part of Wild Fist, which is uh, oh another wild tavern brawl called Venture into the Wild, and uh, Blizzard has constructed your deck. For that one, you don't get to construct it yourself, mm. um, but you will get to play with a bunch of cool wild cards that you might not own. Mm. Uh, so, that's all Wild Fest, uh, February nineteenth through March eleventh. The news is over. Oh baby, we got nothing to talk. About. Nothing but news. Uh, now, the segment that is so you know th this is like what I think is. Like what we're just dying to talk about is now we're going to talk about the meta. The meta. The oh fuck! Where the we meta. last last episode we talked about um, for about an hour the nerfs. Guys, what do you think? Where is the game at post nerfs? Shit, is this a, is, would this be the right place for some legendary analysis? <laughs> legendary analysis. <laughs> <laughs> How has the new meta been treating you guys? Uh, we, we, well, I don't want to monopolize this. How's it been treating you guys? How's it feel? <laughs> How's it been treating me? Well, honestly, I played basically nothing but Arena this week. Uh, so I've been interacting with the meta, the new meta. Did very it affect Arena at all? Well, okay, so the, the one significant change that I noticed, Rosakis doesn't really matter in Arena. Um, oh, I mean, Kazakas doesn't really matter in Arena. Rosakas, yeah. well, that would matter if you've got both Raza and Kazakas. Um, uh, patches doesn't really matter in Arena. People aren't getting it enough and mm -hmm. drafting enough pirates to make that matter. Bone Mare. Bone Mare, yes, but that was sort of hard to see, I think. But I, I drafted some Bone Mares, and they were still, Great. you know, absolutely, like, unless they're up against a, 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 another truly amazing pick, Automatic pick is mm -hmm. Bone Mare still in Arena. The, the one difference was Corridor Creeper. I think that is maybe the card that they nerfed that has the most difference. I don't know if they changed any of the um, frequency uh, statistics for Arena. They might have. Uh, I think they're always kind of tweaking that stuff. They never tell you. They never tell you because it did feel like things are different. Like sometimes you're just like, why does every one of these motherfuckers have X particular card? Right now, um, uh, for ultimate infestations, I, or ultimate. I mean, I got two, and you know, in my druid deck there, and that you know felt pretty sweet. Uh, but the the I definitely saw way fewer corridor creepers, and whether that's because they're tweaking it down, which they might have done uh, in terms of frequency, or because a lot fewer people are picking it, I'm not entirely sure. But I definitely was seeing more corridor creepers prior to the nerf. Um, in people's 
decks because you know prior to that it was it was like bone mare it was a of course you pick it in in arena quarter quarter creeper yeah i mean it's it, it's it is uh one of the few things where i mean like yes top decking quarter creeper at the very end of the game kind of sucks um potentially but not I mean, still bad. five five right it's still five five and you're paying you know for seven men um but you it's, uh, you know, still so good, and just getting those big um, tempo swings in Arena matters so much, and that could be a gigantic tempo swing. That's the crazy thing about the old quarter creeper, is even if you top deck it, in most game states, it's still going to be like a 4-mana 5-5. Five because five. just so often, three minions are going to die on any given turn, mm-hmm. unless you're playing like... A matchup where people aren't playing minions, which is so unusual. I mean, they yeah. really fucked up. They the nerf was minus three. Yeah, that was that's the biggest nerf I've ever seen. I mean, I guess if you nerf uh, like a two man, uh, one mana card to a two mana card, that's like insane. That's like an insane double. Nerf. Yeah. Uh, but this was huge. Wait, Tim, you think they fucked up? Like you you think that no, was I mean, too much? No, no, I mean just when they made the card, they like yeah. the oversight oh, oh, oh. was so far. I was like, far. Tim is hardcore against the, the nerf. Tim is I am pro creeper. <laughs> no, no way. He, you're like the guy arguing for Roy Moore. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking God. No, I'm not. In, whatever your example is, I'm not the guy arguing for Roy Moore. I thought you were, but if you're if you're if you're pro Cordar creeper, you are pro Roy Moore. Um, Although didn't Doug Jones like instantly vote for some stupid conservative thing as oh, soon as he was he in votes, office? Oh, um, uh, I mean, like not to get into politics, and we definitely shouldn't. He votes with <laughs> Trump. I think upwards of seventy percent of uh, the Jesus time. Jesus fuck. He is one Christ. of the highest. And we're Trump talking about the Democrats. president, not Trump. The stream, the Hearthstone. Stream. He also, weirdly though, he does vote with Trump. And why Trump has a vote in our Congress right now—that is another thing I would like hey, to address. Hey, the streamer Trump used to be part of Value Town, but he left it. Really? So why? Because that means Trump is our guy. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. I never thought I would ever say that Trump, the Hearthstone streamer, is our guy. Yeah, but as long as you're anti-Value Town, I think he does live in Austin. Any other? Any other um, hot takes on the the new the meta? New meta? I have um, a take. You have a take on the new meta. Yeah, because Bill. I've been playing... Let's go to Bill. ...some laddering this month. <laughs> I've been laddering a little bit. And I'll tell you what, it's a silence meta, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a silence meta. There are some... Silence OP? There are some... Well, it's just everyone is running a Spellbreaker or something in their deck because... I think they're stupid for doing that, but I'll, I'll get into that on my take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear it, Crepes. Case. Um, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, because of Void Lord and like cube. a lot of yeah, cube. There's some really insane death rattles right now, and there's some really insane taunt right now, and so people are running hella silence. Mm. I have noticed. Yeah. Okay, and and I want to go back here real quick because I realize I have another take. Okay. Oh shit. I have another take. Another take on arena. We already kind of talked about this because we were talking about feral gibber, but it is feral gibber arena op. Um, (laughs) Right. Because of the new meta. I don't know that it's the new meta. I just found it. Maybe they tweak the frequency up a bit. Um, It is basically. I I would say feral feral gibber might be uh, the. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough, Case. I'm not, I don't know enough Hearthstone to say this with true confidence. But I'm like, 
Seems to me like best arena opener. If you are is it the new flame first? It kind of is because it has that sort of snowball quality. It's not as disgusting as that, but basically the only really strong counter for it is either a taunt, which just shuts it down, or clamping, or um, potion madness. Oh yeah, because on turn two, uh, where the priest, you know, runs one of your feral gibbers that you 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 feral gibber on turn one, hit them. Uh, they pass turn two. You've got two feral gibberers out there now. They potion of madness on their turn two. Hit one of your feral gibberers with their feral gibber. They get a feral gibber. You have no feral gibberers remaining. Now, Andy, now I hate to break it to you, but you're opening. gibbering. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I had like I think the feral gibberer is the reason I got that twelve and run with Paladin. Andy. Was it was gibberer just kept giving me these bodies to play right gibberer into gibberer into gibberer into gibberer. I mean, you have what? to say it in conversation as much as it infests the board in the real game. <laughs> it's important say what, to say the Bill? full name too. The Feral Gibber. <laughs> the, the, the Paladin's huge strength in Arena, I think one of the reasons that Paladin is... Paladin, I've won... I've had uh, three 12-win runs with Paladin in Arena. And I feel like... <laughs> hell yeah, that's my claim to being okay. If that's like actually pathetic with like people who like know this shit on Reddit... No, dude, 12 wins are me. not that common for anybody. Oh, great. Um, uh, then I think that the reason is that it is, it is the least... It is one of the least confusing classes to play. Like, I think it is like, you know, play a minion that's solid, make that minion bigger and tougher and stronger. Um, but so the most important thing you need in Paladin, and the most dangerous thing about a Paladin, is just having a one minion on the board yes. to play yeah. your thing that boosts it a little bit. You know, whereas with other classes, like, it scares you when a shaman or a druid has a fat board of little guys because they can just boost all of them at once. <laughs> right, and then they <laughs> all... That's one less. But uh, uh, Paladin's thing is, like, you've got these fat boost spells, and but keeping those little guys out there can be a bit of a challenge. Feral Gibber gives you that great 1-1 one, one always on the board, and you just having a fat hand of those also allows you to play the game a little more slowly and conservatively than you otherwise would, because you're like, look, I'm getting cards back. Yeah, it's like one-to-one -one value. A one-mana one-one. It's this very clean value. It is, oh, I had this thought. It is aggro value. Yeah. Uh, gibber is kind of like an aggro value thing, because you're throwing out tons of one-ones. I don't know if that really counts as aggro, but if you are able to get that to sort of spiral at the top, it's kind of an, it's like, an, basically... It's kind of like how Constructed people underestimated how good, when they were reviewing cards at least, how good Firefly was. At least a lot of people did. It's just like, a card that doesn't lose you value and creates a board presence is always, like, at least worth considering. Mm. Like, it's, a Feral Gerber and Constructed is terrible, because there's just too many direct counters. But, I could definitely, because I, even in the few arena games I've played, I've played against Feral Gerber and been like, oh wow, this is actually kind of a card here. Like, a 1-1 one -one that makes a 1-1 one -one is not a bad card. Right. I mean, its value is so much higher if you have it turn 1 and you go first. It is, like, awesome. I think there's a chance if aggro was, like, the prevalent thing, it could possibly be played and constructed. Like, to edge out incremental value. Which actually brings me to my point on Corridor Creeper, which is, it is, uh, I wondered last week, like, will it be playable at 2-5? And the answer is, apparently, for, no. It is not. A free 2-5 is not good enough in Constructed. 
Oh, that's been definitively answered in your mind? I think so. I think, like, Agro Paladin doesn't need it, because the thing they're butting up against most is control. Um, so, like, there aren't enough aggro mirrors where it would matter. But I think in a different metagame where aggro is, like, the top of the meta, as opposed to a control deck being the top of the meta, it might still be played. But, like, in that world, maybe cards like Feral Jubber, although it's still kind of unlikely, wouldn't, might, there's a consider, it's like a consideration. Because mm -hmm. in those decks, it's like, what's this card that impacts the board immediately and still generates value? And, like, that's a card that does that. Wow. Okay, here's the other thing I've noticed about the meta. At least for fun decks, it is a Geist meta. <laughs> Necrotic People, Geist? It's a Geist silence meta. People are trying Skulking to silence Geist. stuff. And, Skulking Geist. They're oh. trying to take away all Get of your the head out of arena, stuff. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Necrotic Geist, man. I love Necrotic Geist. So, like, so Geist is the thing that takes all the Turn all your gibbers into tutus. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. See, here's my thing. I think it's like nobody knows what the best thing is meta. Yeah, maybe so. so. Like, people are just hitting the panic button and playing but a that, bunch of different stuff. But that's fun. I, like, yeah, I agree. And the Geist card, like, against J-Druid? What, what are people playing Skulking Geist to counter? J-Druid? You can no longer go infinite with J-Druid if you play the Geist. What? I think they're playing it to counter Dark Backed and... Right, so, but that's the other thing. Oh, in Warlock. Yeah, war, the Warlock cards. One mana, um, gain, the sacrifice a demon to gain eight health. Or any, any minion, right? Yeah. Not necessarily demon. Oh, any minion. There are just a ton of good one minion. The, the poison uh, Potion card. Potion of Madness. Potion of Madness. Mm -hmm. I mean, Priest has a ton of like one mana spells. I, it's just like, I don't know. It, but it's mostly because it counters Priest and Warlock a little. It, a little bit counters Warlock and pretty hard counters Priest. They built that card mm -hmm. to counter Jadruid, right? That was the, the thinking behind it. Um, you well, know. here's my hot, okay, here's my hot take. Oh, okay, wait. Legendary analysis. The end is coming! <laughs> Hell yeah. Here's what I find funny about these nerfs, is they nerf Corridor Creeper, Bone Mare, and uh, Razakas Priest the hardest. And I think the class they ended up killing was Druid. Interesting. And why? How did they end up doing that? Because now the meta currently, and it's going to change because I don't think this deck is as good as people think it is. It's like Secret Mage, Inner Fire Priest, Warlock, and Aggro Paladin. Those are 90% of the decks I play. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like a aggro deck, an aggro deck, a combo-ish mid-range deck, but mostly combo. It can end the game on turn five if you're not careful. And then like a control deck that can either be the hard version of control with Warlock where you don't run Doom Guards, or the slightly more combo-ish version where you can burn them out with uh, whatever, Doom Guards. <clears throat> oh, that's the thing. Dragons are back. Dragons are dragons back. Dragons are back. Uh, like, well, I've been playing dragon. Yeah, yeah. but I've you, been get dragon. <laughs> you get a dragon. You get a dragon. You get a dragon. People are playing dragons in the priest. These priests. I gotta tell you guys, uh, dragon, yeah, dragon priest has never not been a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. And they've never left arena. But now, but for a while, it was like people were playing dragon <laughs> priest, but they were losing. 
Here's my hottest take on Hearthstone in general. I think hottest take. Burning hot takes. Scalded. Inferno. Inferno. Is inferno take on Hearthstone as a whole. So for Hottest any deck take. to be the best, <laughs> to be like that tier one deck that just wins, it either mm-hmm. needs to be an aggro deck that's kind of unbeatable, Bing. or it needs to be a deck that beats aggro consistently. Bing. So like, Razakis Priest and Control Warlock are control decks uh, or combo decks that can beat aggro decks. Bing. Uh, or like a deck like mid range. <laughs> Uh, say like back in the day, a year ago, mid-range Shaman was the best deck. It wasn't necessarily an aggro deck, but it beat the shit out of aggro decks. Uh-huh. So like, those were the decks to beat, because they didn't lose to aggro. So like, a deck like, say, um, Weapon Rogue, the shitty Weapon Rogue so that I bad. think is bad, is actually bad, because it doesn't... It only counters the control decks. It gets the shit beaten out of it. Ag- you, you, you lose so... Hard to yeah. aggro. Like, Hearthstone will always be dictated by, like, does this lose to aggro? If no, okay. It's probably a good deck. So, like, uh, a secret... Even now, even with the patches nerf. Yes, still. It's still, like, hard, like Control Warlock or even Cube Warlock are only good because they have a favorable matchup enough of the time against Aggro Paladin and Secret Mage. Yeah. Like, which are right now the most prevalent aggro decks. Call to Arms, Paladin, either the Murloc version or the uh, Silverhand Knights. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Silverhand Recruits? Silverhand Recruit, yeah. Uh, both versions, Call to Arms is insane. It's like, the, I don't know, it's brutal. Which, yeah, to your point on Dragon, Dragon Priest, the only reason I think Priest is good after the nerf is because Dustbreaker is a card. Yeah, if Dustbreaker weren't a card, I think Priest would be unplayable. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's going awesome. from the like, best to the unplayable. Wow, which it was. Basically... It's actually, it's two cards: Potion of Madness and Dustbreaker. Those are the cards that make Priest playable. So it's funny, like once wow. Potion of Madness like rotates out, it seems so small. But like Interfire Priest would not be nearly. It, it, I don't think it would necessarily be playable with. A Is that a One Night in Karazhan card? Uh, I Where think it's a Yeah, potions. No, the, I, no, that's gadgets. I think it's. Right? I think it's. I think it's the most OP expansion of all time, probably besides Cobalt's. Is is yeah, it's, it's like the end of the year they always release the most busted expansion. Wow. But Dustbreaker is so good that maybe it'll still carry them because before the expansion, people were like, Dustbreaker's the most broken card. This is insane that they printed it. And then once the expansion rolled out, they're like, Oh, never mind. It's not. But it, it only you only had the perception because. Uh, Razakis Priest was so insane. But now that it's gone, it's like, oh, never mind, that card isn't crazy. That's what's sustaining Priest, basically. I think so. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, on to the dessert. The segment time. Guys, where would you like to start? Like, you know, because we probably don't have time to do... I just wrote down a bunch of things here. I'll throw out the names for these segments that you guys can tell me what interests you the most in talking about, maybe. Sound good? All right, so this is what I have. What the fuck happens at fireside gatherings? <laughs> My worst legendaries. Has anyone died playing Hearthstone? <laughs> Reasons I am losing an arena that are not because I am bad. <laughs> My daily quests are problematic. Ooh, yes. And then recurring segment, 
arena questions, what is the sexiest cards, and lore segment. You know. Uh, so I don't know where in there you guys... Well, I'm like, curious what the what the fuck happens at Fireside Gatherings, but I feel like maybe we need to make a point of going to one so that someone can report back. Oh, wow. All right, so let's make the wow. note right here. Uh, guys, we were going to do a segment called What the Fuck Happens at Fireside Gatherings, uh, but none of us have been to one. Well, that's the point of the segment. We have to, right now, assume. Oh, right. Assume, and then one of us should go. All right. And then report back. Then report back. Oh, quest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. This is your not your daily quest. Your monthly quest. quest. Okay, here's my guess. Life quest. The first ten minutes of a Hearthstone fireside gathering are a bunch of people in a room not sure if they're at the right place yes. and not talking to each other. Yes. So like, there's a lot of just sort of silently sitting around eyeing each other. Then finally, ten minutes in, people build up the courage. I don't know, dude. No, no. I think it's a bunch of people who are a hundred percent sure that they because they've checked. <laughs> Several times, and there's a, they know they're in the right place, but they're curious as to who is gonna talk first. Oh, maybe there's a big sign outside that's in the style of Hearthstone Fireside Gathering. They know yes. they go in. Maybe they came with a friend. Everybody's only in their phone playing Hearthstone. No one is talking to each other because they're nervous before it even starts. Yes. Then someone goes up and makes an announcement. Hey the guys, most, <laughs> right? Exactly the the most. Uh, well-adjusted Whoever organized it, really. Yes. They go up. It's probably, look, it's probably an idea to try to save live gaming and game stores. So let's put it, let's face <laughs> it, it's a game store that puts it on. Exactly. Come on to our fireside it's gathering. It's happening out of bandages. So, so it's the owner, <laughs> it's the owner of a game store. It's some, you know, chubby guy who's read every comic, but is actually cool, okay? Um, and he goes up and he's like, welcome to the fireside <laughs> gathering. We're so glad we're, you guys are all here. Now let's play some Hearthstone, which everyone already is doing because they're too nervous. And there's, all, there's three people cheering when he says that. There's three little whoops. Yeah. <laughs> now that is what I, all right, that's what I imagine a fireside gathering to really be like. Here's a fireside gathering that I'm also imagining in my head is... A bunch of people, they're thinking, to, they're, they're crowded together in a tight little room, and they're thinking, I thought these were supposed to take place at a bar, or a restaurant, or a game store. This what feels is much more like an apartment. <laughs> um, wow, okay, I don't really like, there's, you know, this apartment sort of like, feels like maybe like a, the kind of apartment a person who's really into like... BDSM would have. Why um, is there a bowl of condoms up? There's a bowl of condoms, a bowl of keys to cars none of us drove here. Now this sounds like a good fireside gathering that I'd like yeah. to go to. This is just all this is just your fan fiction, dude. This is just your Hearthstone fan fiction. Sarah had come to the fireside gathering because she really enjoyed playing Hearthstone. But she was also did not feel herself to be quite a woman yet. She's okay. horny. Somehow I oh. found a video online that's called McDonald's Hearthstone Fireside Gathering. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be a bunch of old people who are there for the coffee. Uh, that's an extra way of sadness when you're at your Hearthstone gathering and you Hearthstone gathering and you decide to record it to post it to Facebook for like those social media likes. Like, what person is And there? you're at a McDonald's? Oh, here's a segment I kind of want to do after watching all eight episodes of Queer Eye for the... No, no, just Queer Eye now on Netflix, which I highly recommend. Everybody watch it. It's great. Uh, we should do Queer Eye for Hearthstone. Queer Eye for but the Hearthstone But you have to watch gamer. it first. 
But yeah. it would just be just for the game itself. No, like how would you how would you make the game better if you were the queer eye guys? But I need all of you to watch it. Oh. So that you know, okay, okay. So I'll, that project for next week, I'll yeah. watch some queer eye. Um, this was the main thing that I just thought was like, wh- how horny are the people at the fireside gatherings, and are I, I a lot of people hooking up? No, you don't. They're horny because I don't think there's going to be enough ladies. Not to be too stereotypical, but I just don't think that many women are going to show yeah, up. Yeah, but I think that's that makes them the most horny. Yeah, but they're not expecting sex out of showing up. No, you don't think, man. Based on that I'm video, just imagining, based on that video I just watched, no. it was a straight up just a McDonald's with some Hearthstone stuff on some tables. <laughs> okay. And someone right. was also um, like fire stick juggling, but uh, it was glow sticks. Guys, here's another so question. Awkward as hell. Unrelated, different segment, not a segment, just a quick question. Yeah. If you like, not like, a like segment. Not quick a segment. question. If you uh, like how we make magic cubes, sometimes if you printed out a bunch of Hearthstone cards, like say you printed out the entire collection of Hearthstone cards, yeah, and, uh, a set of each, could you sell that on eBay for money? To someone that might want to play Hearthstone with her friend. How would you do IRL. the IRL? How would you do the randomization? Roll a dice. Shuffle cards. Oh man, but you'd have to have pull access a, to such an insane. But maybe there was an app on your phone. Let's just say there's an app on your phone that takes care of that aspect. So like you say, random card needed, and you just all agree. Okay, you write down on a little slip of paper. That's what the card that was drawn was. To function in the game. Oh, what about this? What about like an app on your phone that keeps track of the time, has all the cards in it, and then has like a, a nice interface that sets you up against somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering though, Tim, I mean, don't, I mean, I guess we're blue skying in here. Yours sounds pretty good. You could also just remove all of the discover cards from the game. I have, true, mm. I have thought about this, and I've thought about like, because, uh, don't, nobody. Sue me. I printed a bunch of magic cards and I made it a, a cube and we can play it and it's fun. I thought about doing it with Hearthstone. I thought about just like printing some Hearthstone cards. And there, like, there are a lot of things. It's basically just like Hearthstone <laughs> truncates a lot of the time you would spend in magic shuffling your deck. Like, like I'm just imagining Nizoth in magic. Oh, oh God, right. yeah, you could not do that. Well, you yeah, could. Tokens, you could go tokens. into the. You could go into your graveyard. All the tokens would have to survive, and you would go into your graveyard, and but you would have to shuffle the the graveyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would just be like all these things that would end up making a, a, a Hearthstone <laughs> game into like an hour and a half. Sure. I, you know, I don't think I fully appreciated how much Hearthstone does that for you. Right. That is crazy. It really shrinks all of the. Work, I, and that is ninety percent of why I don't play Magic more. Is like after a day of playing like a cube, I'm tired of Magic, like yeah. on a level that I'm not tired of Hearthstone. Interesting, guys. There are always, we're always playing Arena, and there are always these questions running through our heads while we're playing Arena. These are Arena questions. That's right. Okay, I have been playing. You, you've a had fair some Arena of Arena this week. And I took note of some uh, questions that I had based on gameplay. And, uh, you know, Andy's gotten some 12 ro- win runs, and mm-hmm. Jason's had his fair share. So I wanted to get you guys' take uh, and, and get some 
just legendary analysis uh, about <laughs> these arena questions. Arena, okay, so that, all right. So, Bill, these are your... These are my questions from playing Arena. Okay. okay. Which asshole at Blizzard designed this card? Ooh. And which card is it? Well, it could be any any number of cards. <laughs> Give us one card that really pisses you Whatever off. Whatever card is This one five taunt with poison? <laughs> oh, I hate that card. Tunnel Troggler. Poison Mancer. Poison Mancer. Is that his name? Poison Mancer? Oh. How many Mancer cards do they add in Kobold and Catapult? Also, how sad is it that I don't play Arena and still know the name of that card despite you describing it? I just sad. hate it. Okay, uh, Bill, and I know your frustration with that card. That is a that is a very solid arena card, but it is actually like how many? That's like a five mana card. Yeah, it is actually the thing. The thing with that card is as frustrating as it can be. It can also be super easily countered because there's so many things that fuck up one mana one cut that card. Well, now both priest and um. Oh uh, yeah, the fuck up one mana cards. Oh yeah, so you have the that scorpion card that just kills one mana cards, and then you also have one attack, one attack cards, and not one mana cards, one attack cards, and you have the both priest and paladin have the di divine. divine shield buffs now. Yeah, and that uh, really can fuck that card up. Basically, what I've seen that do is basically consume somebody's five-mana turn, like their turn five, and then I'm just like, okay, and I'll just walk through that with a divine shield. Or on also, my, just the way it works out not is like, a corsair. You have a five-attack minion on board by the time that comes out, so it would have traded one to one anyway. Right. It's it is it is. I mean. It is an annoying card, but I have never, I haven't fe personally found it to be. I'm sorry. Yeah. I did consider including well, it in know. my Oakheart Singleton deck. I, uh, Bill's what? down here in O3 Hell. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you know. I guess I guess it's not that good. No, it leads me to my next question, my next reading question, which is. Am I a complete fucking idiot? <laughs> Bill, I don't. Do you want us to say? Bill, no, you're I know the answer to these is. questions. What? Cold Light Oracle? Yeah, do you remember what that yeah, is? Yeah, three mana uh, Murloc that draws two cards for you. Well, there you go. Mind. You're not an idiot anymore. Bill, you're very smart, but if I listen to you talk for like 20 minutes, I might, you know. Yeah. Just wonder. Question, sure. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Wait, what made you say that? What made you say that? I, I just, I don't know, like, after you play a turn, and then you realize the implications of what you just did based <laughs> on what your opponent does, and then you lost the game, and you're like, God damn it, of course the right decision <laughs> was the opposite of what I did. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I guess this is learning, right? I feel right, like, right, right, right. No, you are like an engine that's constantly like spooling up, and once it does, it goes really fast. <laughs> but if you catch it at any point while it's preparing, it's like, <laughs> it's just gonna be really Back to the beginning? You have to start to the, the engine over? <laughs> okay, um, okay, which, here, this kind of leads into yeah, this yeah, next yeah. question, which is, what is one plus three, and why is it not five? <laughs> 
God damn it. Did I really do this math wrong? Oh, again? no. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Not that enough is mana. So that is so good. How many times in Hearthstone have you had like six cards on the board and you're counting for lethal and you just are fucking annoyed that you have to count? Ugh. So you just kind of don't. <laughs> I've done it wrong enough times. Like, I've gotten that one mana wrong thing where. Or I counted something wrong in that I both counted myself attacking with a card and sacrificing it in some way. Because you're doing the math of, like, the cards on board plus the ten mana in your hand and mm. how much damage that relates to. And if there's anything weird like a bounce effect or, like, a buff effect that triggers off another effect, then it, like, just creates this extra layer of addition that you fuck up. I want to play this on Switch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, you're right. Wait, okay, I, I have my own, actually. Okay, well, I my own. Oh, you have one more, okay. And it's, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> that is a cla- no, that is a classic. You know, and I love how yours are universe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's just... I just, that, I feel like that is. every arena run, something happens. That's how happens. I feel inconstructed whenever I'm playing Priest and they play Barnes on 4. Yeah. I'm like, are they coined it out? I'm like, every fucking big Priest game, <laughs> they always have Barnes on 4. <laughs> it does yeah. really make you want to shit your fucking pants and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, here's mine that I had this week and I wrote this one down. Was, um, a fucking Void Lord off Bane of Doom. <laughs> yeah. He coined into Bane of Doom. Which one? Got a fucking Void Lord. Turn four, turn four, Void Lord. You know what the tragic thing about that is, Andy? What? They do have a slight occurrence bonus, I think, off random effects for court cards from the most recent expansion. So they are slightly more likely to get... Bill, well, damn. Five Bane mana, of Doom. deal two damage. If oh. it kills a minion, summon a random demon. Yeah. Oh. Five mana, deal two damage to target whatever... Oh, yes. Summon a random minion. Yes. But right now, that has become so much better with Void Lord. Yeah. And it is when still that like happens, a 10%. It still is a 10%er. But if that or occurs. Or actually playing way less. Because, like, other potential demons you could get include the guy who does five damage to you every time you summon <laughs> a minion. Um, that's actually that, pretty sick, though, if you get that. If you get that really early, that's great. But this was on, tur- you know, turn four. Turn four Void Lord makes me shit in Arena. Well, welcome to Constructed, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's Constructed times, but in Arena, it's like, well, no, great. I'll use all of my answers, such as uh, b- b- Burgle Bully and <laughs> uh, the Bouncer that gains one attack every time a fellow minion dies. All of my answer cards. I'll just play Skullamancer on five. <laughs> the thing is, in um, in uh, Arena, the only class with significant answers really mage. is Mage. Yeah. You know, in Standard, other classes have answers. Not like, honestly, even Priest and Mage are the only card classes with, like, the fucking answers. Well, sometimes, mm. sometimes... Um, Shaman, but that's like out of the meta, basically. Right. In in an in arena, it is like you're not like like the only 
thing I play around with like priests really is um, potion of madness. Yeah. Really. Otherwise, I'm like it's too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play around a uh, dragon fire potion. You're right though. Mage has all the answers. They have the removal, and they've got the transformation effect if they need it. Right. So if somebody gets that kind of crazy early uh, advantage, like Void Lord off a of Bane of Doom, it does. Like I, I think I did almost beat that guy, but he beat me. Yeah. Like, and it was like, well, if he hadn't had that fucking Void, because he absorbed eighteen damage from you. <sighs> Man, that really bummed me out. <laughs> All right, you guys, I gotta sign off. All right, Timberly. All right, Tim. Tim. Um, sweet. Uh, let's do our official sign off. Our classic now. Uh, yeah, everybody's our, waiting now for now official sign off. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Bonestone Podcast. Thank you, Bonestoners. Thank you, Stone Boners. Thank you, Internet Pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I, we got We gotta thank them, guys. They they do turn in every week. Uh, I have been Andy Bolduck to my left. Bill Stern, Lethanos the Forsaken. <laughs> <laughs> That's Case Blackwell, and I'm Tim Lampier. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll hit you up next week.